I'm so thankful to the Lord for that, that I heard that message that night and it just really gripped my heart. Roxanne worked second shift, which meant getting home late every night. But one evening was different. Instead of her favorite rock station, she found Focus on the Family on the radio. I didn't find out until sometime later that I actually, you know, got saved or born again or, you know, gave my heart to the Lord that night. I just knew that I prayed the prayer at the end. So I just, you know, was probably by that time, almost 1230, it would take me about half of an hour to drive home and just driving in my car, crying and filled with peace and joy and, and just feeling the presence of the Lord. It was wonderful. I'm Jim Daly. Working together, we can save more families like Roxanne's every month. Become a friend to Focus on the Family and invest in this ministry. Call 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com family. Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. I had somebody once observed me. They weren't sure if their child was strong-willed or not. And I thought, well, then they're not. Because if you've got a strong-willed child, you know it. They're challenging you at every turn. They have bold opinions, strong emotions. They don't live life halfway. Parenting a strong-willed child has a lot of challenges to it, but those kids have a lot of strengths that you can nurture as a child. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, who's the Vice President of Parenting and Youth here at Focus on the Family. And last episode, we started on this topic of strong-willed kids. Danny, you had some great insights uh, in the previous episode, but what are some traits that we can see in our strong-willed kids that bear nurturing and, and fostering and growing. Yeah, really what, what I would suggest for parents to do and focus in on, on, on the growing of traits that will make a huge difference in a strong-willed child's life is teaching them empathy. What, what is it that they see in another person? Because they can bring their opinion very, very well. Now take some time to look at what the other, is in the other person. Compassion, humility, servanthood, right? Being able to serve and uh, having flexibility of mind. What are other ways to look at this and that? And maybe patience as well. These traits can be taught whenever there isn't conflict and or maybe you're going back to when there was conflict and figuring out what would be the the necessary tools to make it work well because a strong-willed child is wanting to influence. Help them learn how to influence well. And in working on these traits, they will begin to learn that, and it will create a foundation that will create a, a great steadfastness in their relationships because they're strong women. Mm, that's good. And uh, let's go ahead and turn now to a conversation Jim Daly and I had with Amber Leah and Wendy Speak. Um, Wendy encouraged us as moms and dads to get up above uh, the moment and to see down the road and to trust God's plan for our strong-willed kids. So we've laid that good groundwork in terms of relying on the Lord and his spirit to work through us and being more like him in the parenting. So we've covered disrespect and backtalking, very similar. Let's talk about the strong-willed child. I mean, these are special kids. I actually enjoy one of my boys has that strong-willed personality. 
I enjoy it because it's always out there on display. Yes. You know where he stands. Yeah. I never have to guess. That's and right. he'll tell you exactly what he's thinking all the time. Yeah. And so there is a blessing. I know many will say that a strong-willed child can grow up to be a very powerful leader. Absolutely. Because their convictions run deep. You're yeah. not going to knock them off the spot. You just want them to be on the right spot. Yeah. So as a mom, how do you help mm-hmm. shape that to be the right spot and not react to the, you are driving me crazy. Your strength is too much for me. I know. I married a strong-willed man, and it was a right fit for me. I like. I really love being well married to a strong-willed man. I am a more natural, submissive personality. Well, nurturer, yeah. Yeah, and so it fits well for our marriage. And then I popped out three little mini hymns. <laughs> and, um, and they all look at me. The youngest especially looks at me. Uh, his first full sentence was i'm the biggest <laughs> and we laughed and looked at his brothers and say no you're you're the smallest you see but you oh, have no. the biggest heart you keep and telling so you I'm, have, I'm the biggest yeah, yeah. but just recently actually i was just going on a date with my husband the other night and i we were laughing about this yeah. about our youngest asher and i said you know we've been telling the story wrong he was not looking at his brother saying i'm the biggest he was looking at me <laughs> he was challenging me Taking you, you submit to me woman <laughs> you know oh, from the time he was two Anyway, he's really special. From the time he was three, he would get up before I was up in the morning, and he'd put on work boots, and he'd go outside if his dad was working on the property, and he'd start hauling limbs. And I mean, it's just a beautiful thing. I know that God has an incredible plan for this strong young man. Yes. However, raising him is hard. <laughs> Because yeah. he comes to me yeah. with that strength and wants to push back on everything. So it's small things. It's, hey, bud, we're not, gonna, we're not having a snack before dinner. And I turn around and he's got his hand in the cookie jar. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he just blatant disregard. He's going to do it his way. He's going to do it. And so I say, well, because you chose to not obey, you're going to miss out on the blessing of what we're doing after dinner, which is dessert or, you know, whatever yeah. that consequence needs to be. Mm-hmm. But it is, and that's a, that's kind of a goofy, everybody has had that with their kids. But if you have a strong-willed child, you know that the difference is, not that they took the cookie first, but it's all day long. A strong-willed child is not mm-hmm. strong sometimes. A strong-willed child is strong all day long, and it is egg exhausting right. for a mother. Well, that's where the frustration comes. Yes, and that's when you want to just all of a sudden and you I'm and done. I have had this conversation about before about when you act out of control and I think that what happens in my life is I act out of control when I feel out of control. Obviously, it sounds like a mm-hmm. no-brainer, but the truth of the matter is we don't have control. God said, yeah. again, the fruit of the spirit looks like this and the last fruit is self-control. Yeah. He never said, "Wendy, you abide in me and you will have Asher control. <laughs> My job is to teach Asher the way he should go so that when he is older, he will be able to have self-control and continue with his strong-willed yeah. personality down that path. Well, some great insights and hopefully some a relief for you as the parent, uh, perhaps, of a strong-willed child. Um, Danny, as Wendy was describing, strong-willed kids bring some pretty unique challenges. Um, (laughs) They're not always understood by other parents around us. What are some good principles uh, that you would throw in there in addition to what we've already heard today about parenting that strong-willed kid? Yeah, first, just remember as parents, if you come in with demands, with anger, with blaming, 
it's it's going to be a, a battle. It, it really is. And so you want to ask yourself first, what am what is the purpose of this communication with my teenager? What am I collaborating? Am I communicating? Because if I'm collaborating, I'm going to explore to understand further what's happening. If I'm going to communicate, I'm going to be receiving and thinking and then responding to that. And so I just picture a parent coming into a room with a strong-willed child. A strong-willed child is, 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 is upset, is angry. You see the emotions, and a parent wants to come in with previous wrongs and, and anger. Instead, what if you just paused and let your teen know, or the strong-willed child, that power and control are not up for grabs. You're, you're there to understand, to think through, and to carefully respond to what's going on. And if you find yourself starting to lose your emotions, that's when you step out. That's a principle to remember. Mm -hmm. Listen and look first instead of having to just react to what's happening. And from there, you'll begin to gain insight and wisdom and and picture that you're the one with the the, the authority, the influence, and you get to teach and guide this wonderful strong-willed child. Yeah, and you said something last time I thought was really good, and that is um, these are future leaders. I mean, they're currently trying to lead everything and everyone, but they're future leaders— and uh, for for both of my strong-willed kids, uh, two out of the six are strong-willed, thank you, Lord, I've just thought there is great potential here. We have to kind of harness it to go in a good, healthy way. Mm-hmm. What are some things I can do for, let's say, a 12-year-old who's strong-willed? What, what mm-hmm. are some things I can do to help guide them to leadership opportunities in life? First, it's how you model conversation with a 12-year-old that you're respecting their opinion, their thought, you're reflecting back to them, I hear you saying this, is that, is that right? And you're showing respect to them. Mm. And then from there, if they, if they are not respectful towards you, you just say, hey, let's try that again, but this time let's try it with respect because I'm showing that to you. And you're modeling relational skills mm. And, and then complimenting, man, that was fant- that was respectful. That was fantastic. I loved how you approached that. So strong-willed children bring some, some great leadership into rooms, and sometimes we oversee it. We just go, oh, they're great leaders. That's just their normal. Compliment that. Observe yeah. that. Let them know when they've done it well. And when they haven't, just help reflect that and, 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 and guide it and shape it in the direction it needs to go. Now, I appreciate that. And there's always more about this topic um, on our website. Danny, uh, your team's got a great uh, ton of content there at mm-hmm. the website. And uh, we also want to direct your attention to the book by Amber and Wendy called Triggers, Exchanging Parents' Angry Reactions for Gentle Biblical Responses. Uh, we're making that available to you when you make a generous donation of any amount today to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Help us uh, put good content on that website. Help us write articles, uh, do videos, do podcasts like this one, uh, all to help moms and dads like you and me. Uh, Donate today. We'll send the book to you. Uh, The details are in the episode notes or call 800-THE-LETTER-A and the word family. And it may be that you don't know much about Focus on the Family. Maybe you're new to kind of the Focus family and If so, stop by that parenting website and uh, look for the series of articles that Danny and the team have about the seven traits of effective parenting. It really undergirds so much of what they do and the way they try to shape the content uh, for you. Uh, The link is in the episode notes for that series. 
Next time, advice on handling disappointment when grandparents choose not to be overly involved in your kid's life. You might have hoped for more. I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm-hmm.